Alright, boom. Just before we get into the episode, we've got a banging episode coming up. Let me just chat to you about the sponsors. CK, CK. Chicken Kitchen, yeah? Mm. If you want to be eating and be eating in style, you get me a young dumpling burger. Yeah. A young Perry fries. Yeah. A young waffle. Yeah. A young everything Don't else. Forget the wraps. Wraps. Don't forget the wraps. Don't forget the wraps. Don't forget the stuff right yeah, get now, me. yeah? Listen, they got three different stores. They got Shepherd's Bush, Acton, and one opening up in Tottenham. Make sure you go grab that chicken kitchen Bro, to the word. Don't forget Shoreditch as well. <laughs> How can you forget I'm Shoreditch? If you're local to Shoreditch, head down to the Shoreditch chicken kitchen too, man. Mm. Yeah? Stay no. charged up. Energizer, listen, we're in a building. Hear what Yo. I'm saying? If you're sleeping, wake up. If you're up, stay up. Back with another episode, and you know we're charged up. Boom! Boom. We're back. Love Energizer, man. What's been happening, bro? Normal, man. I'm good What's still. What's going on, my boy? He's saying that. I can't lie, it's been a little minute since I've seen you, my guy. Yeah, What's man, been happening? It's been a couple seconds still. I'm it's good, man. Minute. It's been a long week, um, but a good week. Today is Friday, you know what I'm saying? And mm. yeah, man, I've got a couple of things I want to talk about, my bro. You know what I'm saying? So. What's been happening in the world, man? Bruv, I literally just seen today, Lada Fantonia, I was talking to this about, Larger, talking to this yeah. with her. Bruv, you seen the whole thing with I'm a Celeb, Nella Rose, all that stuff that's going on in the news. You seen literally, I'm pretty sure it was just a couple of days ago, mm. the BBC made a post talking about, basically saying that Nella was a UK beast, or describing Bro, the what, UK what is this thing. UK beast thing? I've been hearing Bruv. this a lot. What is this? I think, yeah, so what I've been seeing on TikTok, the whole UK beast thing is when Mandem will just use it as a term to talk about gal they don't rape. Mm. Does that make sense? So is this specific like, to like race? Is it well, just a certain type on of... TikTok, and I'm not saying that's my credible source, but I'm just saying that most of the, most of the people who are saying the term UKB are black boys, should I say, yeah, mm. referring more often not to black girls, you know okay. what I'm trying to say? So that's a problem in there. Don't be one of them Let's Uncle even Ruckus. talk about that. Let's don't be one of them down. Uncle Ruckus motherfuckers, you know what I mean? Let's I don't break that, that still. The level of self-hate out here is crazy. How are you going to call yeah. one of your own a beast? Come mm. on, man. You would expect that from... Let me not even see, but you yeah. expect that from other people, not yeah. your own. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, it's really. crazy still. So that's what I've been seeing, and then obviously where the kind of term has been going viral amongst social media, mm. obviously these bigger news outlets and you know establishments, BBC have picked up on it. Mm. But what they've decided to do is make a statement about it and attach the image of the UK beast mm. and put Nella Rose front line and cover, mm. front line and centre, which I don't really agree with, innit? Like, how are you a big establishment, corporation, organisation? Yeah, mm. BBC, yeah. Mm, them rhyming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you're putting Nella Rose. I just think that's a bit of a vibe still. Imagine if that's your sister and the B... It's not like made you think their thing's levels, but BBC. That's crazy still. That's very crazy. Well, you need to stop saying BBC so much though. I always say, why for that? You said it one too many times. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Sky. But listen, do you know what, yeah? I reckon um, the whole like Nella Rose going on to... My bad. The whole the whole Nella Rose going on to what's it called? I'm a celeb. I'm a celebrity in the first place. I feel like it was a setup to begin with. Why? To be honest with you, I feel like people were just waiting for something to happen with Nella. Do you know what I'm saying? It was a ticking time time bomb. Mm. Like, and I feel like people were just picking at the smallest little things that she would have done and making a big deal. I made it a big thing, even though I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like. Nella was in the wrong for what she said, innit? Obviously, emotions are involved. What did she say though? Because I swear that I, I didn't watch it. I don't know. Yeah. Know. So basically, no. She was speaking to a guy in the jungle. I'm pretty sure his name was Fred. Fred basically said... The chef guy. Yeah. yeah. He basically said, listen, I'm old enough to be your father, to be your dad. Obviously, R.I.P. Nella's dad passed away mm. not too long ago. But um, Nella took offence to that. Do you know what I'm saying? She took offence to that. 
And she basically said, listen, I'm not rocking with you no more, innit? Like, she stuck it on my man. Which is like, do you know what? What Fred said, it's a common statement. It's not like it was just to her. It's like yeah. people say that on I'm a daily basis. I'm old enough to be your yeah, yeah. dad, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like because it was a touchy subject, and I don't know what it's like losing a parent in it, so mm. I can't really have an opinion on it. But I feel like the way Nella went about it was wrong, but I didn't call for the reaction that she got. Do you know what I'm saying yeah. to you? Why was it wrong? Why do you think it was wrong, should I say? I, I feel like it was just led by emotion. Her reaction was led by emotions. Do you know what I'm saying to yeah. you? If she sat down, I feel like, but maybe though, thinking about it now, remember you're inside this jungle, everything's like intensified, isn't it? Like heightened. Heightened, everything, you're just inside this jungle with bare cameras on you, people you don't know. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So naturally, you're not going to think the same way that you would do on the outside. But I feel like if Nella was on the outside and the same thing was said to her, her reaction may not have been the same. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And obviously, <clears throat> adding on to that, like, literally what you're saying, bro, if it was, if this same thing happened on the outside, there might have been time for her to kind of collate her thoughts before responding, whereas, yeah. like, cameras are rolling. So mm. however she reacts, she said it now, she's done it now, do you know what I'm mm. trying to say? But then same, not trying to jet, but jet, yeah, but same time, like you said, none of us know what it's like to lose a parent. So where, and again, I'm on the outside, I didn't watch it, and obviously you don't know what's going on in her mind, but is it really wrong how she responded because people are coming from their perspective, but you don't know what that's like? It was wrong, I reckon. Why? Wrong is wrong, right is right at the end of the day, do you know what I mean? But what did I, she do? I, I wish, do you know what it is? Like, I want to defend Nella 100% on this specific situation, but yeah. I can't because I feel like she was in the wrong store. Mm. Like, her reaction, even if she did feel a way about it, she's entitled to feel how she feels, but the way that she responded to him in terms of calling him a weirdo and all of that, I feel like... Oh, she doesn't Yeah, that was a bit out of proportion still. Do you get yeah. me? But I can't really have too much of an opinion because I haven't been in that situation and I haven't been inside the jungle as well. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But I feel like there's positives. Life's about polarity. Do you get me? On my gem thing already, yeah? yeah? So you can't have the negative without a positive. Do you know what I'm saying? So she's gone through this whole negative situation, but now it's about how she can transfer it into a positive. I'm guessing now she's got a lot more eyes on her, a lot more people know her now than they did before she went into the jungle. Yeah. So now it's about her just using that effectively. Do you know what I'm saying to I you? I hear that. So, yeah, man, but I feel like the whole thing was a setup to begin with, to be honest with you. Like, something was going to happen. If it weren't that, it would have been something else. So is that where the whole term UKBs came from? I, I don't know, bro. I don't think so. I think it, I've been seeing it about, I don't really know what it is until you really explain it to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, because I've been seeing it from a different angle. So see, we're coming, like, seeing the same thing, BBC talking about, UK beast, Nella's face is there. Mm. You're coming from the context of, all right, I've already seen how she was during her time in the mm. jungle, and I'm coming from the angle of, I, I didn't even watch it, I didn't mm. really know much. I've seen a couple of bits on social media, didn't pay too much attention. Mm. I'm just seeing all these brothers on TikTok talk about UK beast, and then I'm just seeing BBC saying it, do you know yeah. what I mean? So I just think, first of all, the whole sitch is mad. I think, second of all, I don't know about these news outlets, yeah, but I, I just think to myself sometimes, why is it always the black girl? You know mm. what I mean? Do you not think sometimes, like, they just get, the queens are just getting hated on for, like, like, what was the actual reason, innit? Yeah. Why did you need to, and again, knowing what you said from the context, yeah, I see maybe the angle they was coming from, mm. but wrong timing, wrong everything, innit? Like, yeah. It's yeah, a bit yeah, mad yeah. still. What you need to understand, yeah, like, the UK is a lot bigger than what we see. It's a lot bigger than the culture. Yeah. They've got the whole Middle England who's tapping into the show, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? And there's already stereotypes out there. So seeing Nella reacting that certain type of way, it's like it's just reinforcing a stereotype that was already there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But large up Nella though, man. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't affect you too much so you can keep pushing. I know you can anyway, type shit, do you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, it's a setup. I can't lie. Yeah, I'm a setup as well, so. innit? Like at the end of the day, <clears throat> 
when you put yourself on social media, you're already kind of inviting a certain level of criticism. Mm. Not saying that warrants BBC the news mm. doing the mad thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that was the news doing the mad thing, yeah? yeah. But I just feel like you already know what game you're kind of stepping into by putting yeah. yourself on social. It's 2024 basically now, so do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. But same time, like, I think for the news again, they got to be more careful with what they decide to pick and talk on and the way they go about it. And do you know it, why it's even mad? I'm sorry to interrupt you, bro, yeah. Mm-hmm. But did you know, well, you said you didn't watch it, but I've been watching it with my nan, Large Up Nanny, yeah? Love so they, they showed, like, when Nella and Fred had this little dispute, oh, but they didn't show them making up. They just showed them being cool and friends again, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So they never got to show Nella actually, I don't know whether she did or not, but the re- reconciliation, they never showed that period, yeah. do you get me? And if they did, then maybe the public wouldn't have felt such a strong way towards Nella, do you yeah. know what I'm saying? These people know what they're doing, man. They know what they're doing still. I'm mad hungry. I'm starving, bro. Time to eat. Draw for the food. Draw for some chicken kitchen. Large up the sponsors every single time. Every time. I can't lie, I came different with it today. What we got today? Chuck me my drink, please, eh? Yeah. I can't lie, I came different with it. I got um, I got what's it called? So, large up A behind the cam as well. Every time. I got what did I get today? I got a young chicken and waffles. You get me? What's that saying? I'm about to find out, bro. I'm about to find out. Literally, about to find out. Literally, literally. Let me get to my food. I can't lie. Oh, what that thing? Why? Oh my god. I've yeah. got the got my fries then. Rang as always. And I got my burger them. Yo! <laughs> no, this is nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yo! This is nice. You got strip. <laughs> Bro, and you got this as well. Man got your young, what's that, maple syrup? Got maple syrup too. Yeah, you're in the game, cool. Yeah, man. For me, what have I got? What we got going on here? I got everything apart from a fork, I forgot to get a fork. Let me turn this into a little mukbang. Right now, team, we got the barbecue dumpling burger. We got some avocado in there, and we got some cheese in there as well, still, so. I already know, you know, you just know the food's already gonna be nice, like. Shout out Chicken Kitchen every single time. Ah, energizes you. Imagine this, yeah? Today, you know them happy dances? <laughs> we was en route, yeah? <coughs> you, know when, you know when the food just goes down the wrong? You get me? <laughs> but anyway, we was on our way to Chicken Kitchen, yeah? And Ty was that to me. You know what? I'm on a healthy flex today, like I'm gonna switch it up, I'm not gonna get a dumpling burger. As soon as he gets in there, yo stays, can I get a dumpling burger? No, you know what it wasn't. Let me let me I let don't me. believe what a word this guy says no more, you know. <laughs> let me just land, yeah. I went back on myself and I am a hypocrite, yeah. But I was actually just thinking, bruv, like, when I was looking at the menu, I'm thinking, shit man, like, it just says barbecue jerk. It's just looking too tantalizing for me to just get the healthy thing. The healthy thing I got the other other week was Leng. What'd you get? The 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 veggie oh, I don't even know if it's veggie or vegan. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> 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 I, got I got the veggie dumpling burger, <laughs> and it was nice still. It was nice, but nothing tops a barbecue. I got barbecue jerk as well. Nah, bro. Next time, nothing topping that. Get the waffle for real, like the serious stuff. I'm not gonna lie. What's the same with the sauce on it? Do you not think I haven't tried the actual? Waffle itself, yeah. I've just had the strips. 
But I'm mm. next, I might have to get some strips still. Yeah, you lot comment below as well. What's your favourite? For those who have been Chicken Kitchen, I know a large proportion of you that have. What's your order still? And I'll let you yeah, know my Comment order. down below. Because this guy, order. I'm pretty sure last time you got a wrap or something, you didn't get coastal. You don't like coastal, innit? Bro, I very rarely eat healthy stuff. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. It's bad, but I very rarely eat. It is eat bad. It. How can you say... I need some tissue. Mm-hmm. Mm. How can you say you don't eat no healthy food, bro? Oh, my gosh, bro. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm actually not even exaggerating, bro. I swear on. This is crazy. Wow. Nah, Look at nah. me. I'm a scavenger, bro. I haven't even got a fork. I'm just using my hand. Crazy. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I said this on the podcast already, like, since I was young, me and vegetables just never really went together, bro. I'll be real. I need to break out of it, so. You don't eat salad? At my big age. I eat lettuce in a burger. <laughs> That's about it. So bro. you don't eat salad? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man. No, I hear that. Hey, that food was <laughs> 10 10. How was a waffle? You're looking a bit tired, then, mate. Bro, that nigga <laughs> rice is real, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> For real, I'm not even joking. Yeah, alright then. Oh, yeah, we're in, man. Large up chicken kitchen every time. Large up. On this segment, so I wanna talk about something, bro. Like, something that's been on my mind, innit? Like, let's go back to the real, like we always say we're gonna do. And I wanna talk about a mindset topic. All so, right. the topic of today is gonna be celebrity over CVs. So, I'm gonna ask you a question, bro, yeah? Talk to me. Do you think that. In 2023, let me just turn off the heat up. In 2023, having a personal brand weighs more than having a strong CV. Good question, where? What do you think? Does having a personal brand outweigh having a strong CV? Short answer, yes. Yeah, it does. Why? 100%. Why? Because I feel like with your personal brand, it's just more credibility. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? The CV, anyone could write a CV type of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Are we talking like... Like a physical written CV, yeah? No, I'm not I'm not talking about physical, yeah and no. So, yes, obviously, referring to a physical CV. But what I'm trying to say is, like, in today's day and age, does having a strong personal brand hold more weight, basically? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like... To get through the door, get opportunities. Yeah, 100. I feel like, even let's take it down the career route. I know we're going to go there um, and we'll come back out of that. But I feel like even within the career space, if you're trying to go out there and find a proper career... Your CV holds a certain amount of weight, but if mm. you're known within the industry and you've been doing things for a while now and mm. your name is ringing bells, that outweighs your CV on every single level. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying to you? So, yeah, man, and I guess really it works hand in hand. The more you build up your personal brand, the more your CV grows as well. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely. Not necessarily, though. You don't think? Because, like, I agree with the first point about, like, obviously, you know me, I'm, I'm man's a corporate bully. Mm. So, Come like... On. Personal branding does help getting opportunities and like letting people in the industry or said career space know what you're about and etc etc. But just because you have a big personal brand, it might not mean that you have experience though. And the experience is what you can only really put on your CV. For example, let's say somebody, let's say you, I yeah. Agree, you know? Let me let me land yeah. So let's say for example, you have a LinkedIn profile and you're trying to get into marketing and. You have 5,000 followers on LinkedIn. So people are reaching out to you, yo, Tay, I've got this venture, I'll join my company, da, da, da. But you don't actually have skin in the game. So you've only been in the marketing industry for a year and a half. You ain't got 10 years experience like the next man with a strong CV. But what you can leverage is your personal brand. So I don't, I think they're separate. It's like apples and pears. You can't really, <clears throat> you know what I mean? But then in order for you to get them 5,000 followers on LinkedIn and for you to have credibility, you have to have some level of experience. 
some level, but you know what I'm not the same amount, I don't think, as a person with a strong CV. What, For example, yeah, like, let's say me now, yeah, I've done stuff that I can put on my CV, like I've spoken in Norway, done international talks, which is on my CV, whatever, mm. but... I can also just make regular content, which can, as you know, push your brand and get more people to know about what mm. you're doing, which that content is not experience. I'm not going to put, I've made a post that got seen. But where did that content come from? Experience. But not always coming from experience. Do you know though. what I'm saying? I know, I do know what you're saying, innit? But I don't think it always can, has to come from experience. Fair enough. Because you might be able be on LinkedIn. I'm not even LinkedIn, but just because we're in the career. Let's take it somewhere else here. On Instagram. You might just make bare skits and funny videos and reels, and then someone might say, "Raw, like I see you're doing all this presenting work. Mm. Do you want to come and present this new YouTube show? Mm. Paid opportunity mm. compared to someone where they don't actually have experience. They're just making content, and the content has got them this opportunity. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? What's, what's that? What's going on? Yeah. Okay, you're cool. Hello? Large him up still. LT man. But I, be, I beg you, tell him text you or something. Yeah, yeah. What was I gonna say? Um. Flipping, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, even taken away from the career space, yeah? yeah. I feel like just in life, you need to have a strong, uh, cool, let's call it celebrity versus CV. Yeah. I don't have the ambition to be a celebrity, but let's talk about, when we say celebrity, just, let's just say. A bait person. Being yeah. known. Yeah. Being known, yeah? Like, I feel like in life, to a certain extent, it's beneficial to be known in whatever you're doing. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because that credibility can get you into certain rooms that certain accolades may not, be able to do for you. Do you know what I'm saying? So you think that, obviously, like, that's just the title or the term, mm. but you're basically saying that having a strong personal brand mm. can open doors that experience can't. Yeah, but then... But uh, ain't that going against what you just said two minutes nah, ago? No, that's not what I'm saying still. You're oh. putting words in my mouth, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what I am saying is that, in, just in life in general, yeah, people need to know you. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? For example, now, let's just say in the future, you have your kids or whatever the case may be, you know, yeah. yeah? Your son should be able to walk into certain rooms just based off the fact of who you are, yeah. who tires and what he done, what he's capable of doing within his time, yeah. in his prime. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like in life in general, that's what you should aim to have. Like, um, how do I put it? Just having like them points behind your name. Like when yeah. someone says your name in a room, a it good holds weight. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A good reputation still. Good reputation. A good reputation goes a very long way that a CV can't really bring you through. Do you know what so I'm saying? would you say then, say if I ask you which one holds more weight? A reputation still. A personal brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I'm, I'm asking you this question like I'm trying to grill you, but I agree, bro. I'm not going to lie. I think it's 2024 now. Let's be real, yeah? Like... Personal branding is so important nowadays, mm. literally, like, I don't know what you're saying, yeah? You can just get, you can get so many opportunities just simply through the fact that people know you. Not even paying it forward and thinking, in 20 years' time, my picnic can go here because they know, the owner knows me from way back when, wherever. Mm. Simply just making yourself known, do you know what I'm trying to say, yeah? Like, putting content, being consistent, building a solid brand around a certain topic or niche, yeah? means that people can see you as someone within that field. So mm. let me give you an example. Let's say now you're on LinkedIn again, you've got a following of 5,000 followers on LinkedIn and mm. you only talk about marketing. So when people think about the marketing niche, mm. your your name, Tay, is mm. a part of that industry mm. now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Just because of your personal brand compared to another person who could be mid-20s, might have done some sick 
things in their corporate career, has so much experience, but they have no leverage through their mm. personal brand because no, only the, their team. What are you saying, my boy? You good? Man like LT, on, only on? their team really know yeah. that they're working hard Hundle. and doing levels. Let, let's let's put it like this as well. Yeah, let's say there's two different people now. Yeah, let's say barbers. Shout out Brooke. Yeah, yeah. Brooke, up, man. Brooke's mobile friend, blends. Mobile blends. New to the barbering industry now, yeah, but he's creating content on a daily basis. The other day he came here, he put his phone on the ceiling and he's recording me from like a bird's eye view. I've seen that. Dope, dope, yeah. Man, flick your lip and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> joke thing. Joke Don't think I'm not going to get you back for that as well, Brooke. But, um, yeah, what I'm saying is now, imagine you've got Brooke here now, being trimming for the best part of six months, but creating content daily, yeah. getting good views and good um, traction in his videos. But then you've got a barber out here, he's been trimming for 10 years, He's got mad things on his CV. Yeah, he's won this award for barbering, that award for barbering. When it comes to opportunity now, in this present day and age, 2024, yeah, nine times out of 10, it's probably gonna be Brooke who gets the opportunity. Mm. Not necessarily because he's a better barber, <coughs> but because he's more visible, do you know what I'm saying? I feel like now where we're living in, this, the way that we're living, it's all about visibility. If you're not visible, if you can't be seen, there's so many opportunities that you're cut away from automatically, <laughs> you know what I'm so saying? True. Yeah, and yeah. even, just to jump on you, like, Right now, we're living in like a gold mine when you think about it. Like 30, 40 years ago, you had to pay millions of pounds to get in front of this many people, bro. You can post a video now and get 500,000. Even views. 15 years That's ago, what I'm 12 saying, bro. years ago. Bro, you can post a video right now inside this office, yeah, and reach 500,000 people yeah. from your phone, yeah? Yeah. Do you think back then, 20 years ago, do you know how much money you need to put into advertising? Yeah. You have to put your ad in a newspaper. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Put your ad on like a paperback billboard in central London that's oh gonna cost God. you that money. So right now we're living in it's like a sweet spot, bro. I'm yeah, not gonna lie nah, to you. too real. And we're not taking I don't feel like we're taking it. We're taking it for granted, I feel like we're taking it for granted still. I think three things, yeah. <clears throat> I agree with what you said. I think we are taking it for granted, but I feel like it's because us being like millennial Gen Z, so young people basically, let's say someone under the age of 30 you've grown up around that. Does that make sense? So therefore you're becoming, you've become desensitized to that. So mm-hmm. let me give you an example. You might have, you can introduce TikTok to somebody who's 21 mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's just another app in it. Like mm-hmm. when TikTok first came out or you can introduce TikTok to someone your nan's age, mm-hmm. late, mid sixties or whatever it could mm-hmm. be. And they think this is the best thing since sliced <laughs> bread. My nan would probably have a heart attack if I told her that. I posted a video of her and it got 500,000 views. That's what I'm saying. Bro, she'll probably have a heart attack. I'm not going to lie to you. But now it's normal. Do you know what I'm saying? I see you laugh, though. No, but it's true, though. Like, yeah. That's not normal. Like, Tell me a time in life where you can be in front of 500,000 people within a matter of hours. For free. For free as well, bro. And that's not, what you don't I'm even saying. have to pay for it. It's nuts. And the reason why I think we... That's what I'm trying to say is because, like, to them, people, our parents' age, nan's age, etc., this is something new and they're like, raw, like... They're looking at it like, raw, you can literally meet, meet, reach millions of thousands of people through mm. just making one video. But to us, oh yeah, man, just making a TikTok. Like, it's just mm. not trying to say. Yeah. That's why I think we're not taking it for granted. For two, what was I going to say? Wait, you think we're not taking it? We are taking it. We're not. We are taking it for granted, okay. right? We are taking it for granted. Like, people, all of us, you mm. know what I'm trying to say? You're mm. not probably watching this. You know you can step up your content game if you really, really wanted to, innit? Mm. And I think the second question I was going to ask you, yeah, Tell me about a time when your personal brand or presence on social media has directly led to you getting an opportunity. Wow, good question. Still good question, good question. Well, a couple months ago, I done like a panel discussion talk at Black Tech Day. Shout out Dexter Sims because he put me onto that opportunity store. And it's crazy little background story. I met Dexter about five years ago when I first started my clothing brand. Mm. I was in South London and at the time he had his own physical store. 
And I remember I went into the store now, <clears throat> met him, and I said to myself, like, one day I'm going to have my own store. And that's the last time I saw him for five years. But through my that's personal man. brand now, like, posting content about the clothing brand, the ups, the downs, building an office, manufacturers, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Five years later, he found me on social media. Do you know what I'm saying? And because of that, he invited me down to his um his event. He had Big Nasty speaking down there. Big. Um, the Gen Z man them speaking down there. Like it was, a, it was a big event still. So that's just off the strength of my personal brand and putting my story out there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Five years later, it was like a full circle moment from where I'm looking at him and I'm saying, yo, like what you're doing is amazing. Yeah. Then he's come back around to me five years later and said, yo, what you're doing is amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's probably like a time where my personal brand benefited me or helped me. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a testament still. So a little gem, obviously larger LT because he's in the room, but that's a gem counter right there because like that's actually a, a physical, a live testament of how just simply being consistent, putting yourself out there and posting content equates to opportunities. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And you don't even, let's like put you to the side. You don't mm. know how many people that you've now inspired when you was in that room for mm. Black Tech Day, mm. Large Up Dexter, do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So it's even bigger than just you. Just through you having a personal brand, you could have changed someone's life, bro, mm. talking to them or inspiring them to do something, do you know what I mean? Bro. What about you though? I think it's mad. For me, I'm pretty sure that without social media, let's even just keep it to, because there's different apps, you know what I'm trying to say? I'm, I'm a LinkedIn kind of man now, yeah. yeah? Without social media, let's say TikTok, and mm. I, I don't think, I don't really think I would have got the chance to be at the TED event. So for context, Ooh. I've won a TED talk that I'm going to be doing next, well, eight, sometime next year, sometime say that again. in 2024. Say again. I'm going to be doing a TED talk sometime. Say it, one more time. I'm going to be doing a TEDx Shoreditch talk sometime in 2024. Like it's happening. It will be happening. Yeah, I'll explain to you the difference in a sec, yeah? But what I'm trying to say is it all really started for me, for me posting content. Remember when you, i got to give it to you really and, and Koza, because mm. you lot said to me, bro, like, I think the career content thing is your lane. And you've just probably seen recently, I've been making bare content. Your TikTok's changing. Yeah, it has changed. Meaning still. that in terms of the people that tap into your content. Yeah. It's crazy still, like it's done a complete, like, one See, eight. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, definitely has, definitely mm. has. But um, in terms of how that's helped me specifically, I was posting content about my career, talking about the things I'm doing. Mm. Then, bro, it was a ripple effect. Then, Urban UK, so let me start again, I'm, I'm not even making sense. I started making TikToks about my career content and what I've done in my career so far. Mm. This was when I was in Norway mm. in September. Yeah. Then, from doing that, it got one of the videos got 30,000 views, didn't think much of it, again, desensitized. Mm. Next day, I see Urban UK or one of these Instagram like blog pages, blog pages repost the TikTok. Mm. That done numbers got like ten thousand likes. Mm. The next two days later, Ashley Waters Top Boy reshared my thing, like added me, and I was bare gas still. Like mm. I had my family like, oh, Top Boy, Top Boy, like. Is that, that the, Shane? the Shane, the Shane, the yeah. Shane, the Shane. Do Shane? Yeah, literally yeah. <laughs> Shane. Yeah. Mm. Um, done up my thing. Then about a couple weeks later, the Gen Z lot. So I got a large up Austin, um, Denzel, Poker as well. They mm. came to me and said, Listen. We're doing a, a workshop type careers fair thing. We want to get you involved. I wasn't able to get involved at the start. Somebody dropped out. I, w I got the opportunity. I was done there. You showed it. Yeah, done that. And then through making content about that specific day, like I've been rinsing out content from mm. that specific day. Mm. Then I found my mentor because I was making content about that thing on LinkedIn. Got mm. my mentor. Mentor told me to come to this TEDx thing. Mm. Now I've got my TED talk, bro. So it's it all one. It see, it's just a ripple effect. Just ripple effect just by making content. Like it's real. It's real. And it's leveraging as well. It's it's not just about posting the content. It's about once that content's out there into the world. Yeah. What do you do with it now? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because. 
For example, you had 30,000 people that watched that video. I'm pretty sure a lot of people must have reached out to you because of that video, asking you for advice or just yeah. bigging you up in general. Yeah. If you didn't have the mindset where you can pattern of these individual people, it's that like you just cut yourself off with bare opportunities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Let me ask you another question, yeah. <clears throat> but it's so true, yeah. Mm. How do? What's one practical thing that people can do to leverage their personal brand to get opportunities? Like I'm proper big on this word leverage now. I say that this uh, that's my term. Bro, you always say this. I word. say this leverage, all the leverage, time. Leverage. Like it's real. But how mm. do you think other people can leverage their personal brand? Yeah, I'd say don't create content for creating content. I'd say document. So rather than mm. sitting down and saying to yourself, I need to record this specific video and rare, rare, rare. Allow that. Just document your life. Do you yeah. get me? Just bring them through your daily life. And it's like, the same way that your audience found you in a career space, whatever you do, you could be selling Lego bricks. Yeah, you could be having, you could have a shisha doing spot that you're doing. Whatever it is that you're doing, Word. your audience will find you eventually. Do you know what I'm saying? So I say, yeah, document the process and don't try to make it seem like everything's glittery and rosy because no one wants to see that. Keep it real, man. Keep it real. Be authentic. Do you get me? Like, people want to see the times where you were struggling, the times where things weren't going as well as possible. Like, even when I was going through the situation in my manufacturers, bro. Like, and you documented that, right? Documented thing. it, bro. And for two reasons. One, so I can just document my process in general, but I can also show my customers that I care, innit? Mm. There's a lot of customers that ordered tracksuits, t-shirts from my latest collection, and they hadn't received it. And it's not my fault, but it's directly because of the manufacturers. So I said, you know what? Let me document the whole process. Let me show you guys when I'm speaking to the manufacturers. Let me show you guys on my way down to an expedition to go and meet them in person. So you guys know, innit? I'll probably say, yeah, out of everything, one word, transparency, innit? Whatever you're doing, just be transparent. Mm, like, keep it real. Yeah, bro. If you're building a podcast, that. show them the ups and downs. If you're studying uni right now and you're going to your lectures, document it. Just put it out there. You never know what can happen. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what I'd say. Man, yeah. preaching still. Come on. I, I think that's so real, bro. I think like transparency is so key. And a lot of people won't even want to do that because they're like, oh, you got to remember one thing on social media, nobody posts their L's. And mm. one thing I read about you in this example, you posted what could have looked like an L. Mm. You could have posted a time when things aren't daisies and roses. Mm. And you know what I mean? Like you posted almost a bit of vun being vulnerable. Like, listen, I'm stressed. This, this mm. is going on right now. But it benefited you because yeah. you got a whole load of traction from that. That one done numbers. Mm. Things have happened from that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So again, a ripple what, yeah. effect. Crazy, yeah. The other day yeah. I went down to um, Byron and Bianca. They had a launch party for their card game. It was, it was, a, it was like a proper match. Byron Cole. Byron Cole. Yeah. And there was a guy down there. He recognised me from the podcast, yeah. Spoke to me, boom, boom, boom. He said, bro, like, let me ask you a question, yeah. Me and him was just sitting down and he said, can't lie, the mansion was crazy, bro. Yeah. The swimming pool behind us, and everything. Nah, you know what I'm saying, yo. Bro. So we're sitting down in there. We said, let me ask you a question, that like, boy to boy. Like, you could see that we come from a similar background. He said to me, like, how do you find it being all over social media? Like, he said, he's he's from the hood, he said. Yeah, and he said, like, how do you just post content and not caring about what your friends say or what your friends think about you? Mm. Bro, I literally said to him, I like this, bro, fuck what your people think, bro. Like, big man thing, like, actually fuck what they think, because... Mm. If you sit down there now and you don't post your content, you don't even know how many different opportunities you're missing out on. Not only that, you don't even know how many people. You're being mad selfish because you could be helping bare different people. Well, do you know what I'm saying? I agree. I call that human monkey chatter. Human monkey chatter. You need to block out human monkey chatter. You'll have loads of people around you saying, listen, I think you should do this or I don't like the way your content is. You might be able to do it that way. And there. 
bro, fuck all of that. The best way for you to cut through in this thing is for you to be authentically yourself. Do you know right. what I'm saying? So f- literally, bro, fuck what people think, what their opinions are of you, because it always turns around, innit? At some point, when the content does start working, they're gonna say, bro, oh, like I read what you was doing, yeah. you know, bro. Like, it happens all the time. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I agree with that completely, man. I think as well when it comes to content, like. You just have to say to yourself, yeah, like, what sort of things do you have to lose on the back of not doing this thing? So similar to what you're saying about it's almost selfish. Like, Mm. by you not putting yourself out there, yeah, there's so many things that could happen on the back of that. Like, look at me. I thought 30K wasn't even a lot. But from that, Duchesne knows Mm. who, he knows my Mm. face. Mm. Ashley Waters knows my face. You know what I'm trying to say? Whether whether or not an opportunity is going to come from the back of that, I'm not even looking for that. But I just know that through that one piece of content I put on TikTok, he knows my face through Instagram. Mm. I don't, imagine if I was like, um, oh, people don't rate that. And the funniest thing was, yeah, I didn't. I actually didn't even rate the video. Like, mm. I posted it up because, again, I'm thinking, bro, I'm a bitch. Just do it, do it, do it, yeah? Mm. But if you re- listen to the video, like, I have the... This is when I just started getting... Not just started getting into content, but mm. it's when I started using the... You know the microphones I got, yeah? yeah. And it was bare clothes to my mouth. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like I'm spitting all in the fucking yeah. audio, yeah. Like the audio is fucked. Like it's too loud. The audio's mm. off. But who cares? Because if I let that get to me, human monkey chatter, I wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't have known who I am. I wouldn't have had all these other opportunities that came from facts, it. Do you know what I mean? Facts, facts. Gotta facts. get out of your head, man. So to wrap that little segment up, yeah, it's celebrity over CVs. Yeah, yeah? it's reputation over CVs. Let's say that and it build up your reputation, build up your personal brand, and whatever field industry you're in. Do you get me? And off the back of that, let's get into some dilemmas, bro. Because I said, I said, let's tap into the audience, let's speak to the audience, whatever the case may be. Yeah, so this is on you. So you said to the audience, yeah, on the mm. IG and on the TikTok, yeah, send in your dilemmas, and we've got a few different ones here, but just for the sake of time, I'll just pick one random one, yeah? So I'm saying, all right, cool. Someone asked, I'm going to bait them up, bigger this person, how can you start a business with only 20 pounds? So say if you're restarting Trendsetter from scratch, you only have £20 to your name, what would you do to up your job? Bloody hell, man. £20, that's not 20. easy storm. All right, boom. Look at the way I segue. This is why I'm a podcaster. You hear <laughs> this? You need to work on your reputation because if you've got a good reputation now, if you've got that celebrity and you've got a good CV, you'll be able to then go and reach out to different people that's got that investment, got that money, got that capital yeah. that you can speak to and they can kind of hand that money over to you until you're on your feet with the business. Do you know what I'm saying to yeah. you? So again, it comes down to reputation. If I was them and I was in a situation where I had people around me, it don't need to be mad investors. It could be an auntie, it could be an uncle, your mum, your dad, who's got that spare 500 pounds, 600 pounds. I'll go to them and say, listen, this is what I want to do. I wouldn't just say it to them though. I'll put together a structured business plan that this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to be making money from it. This is when you can expect to get your money back, plus a little change on top of it. Yeah. Boom. Do you trust me? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully, you've got a good enough reputation that your people around you do trust you to give you that quick £600. Because they know that your word is bond. Do you know what I'm saying to yeah. you? So, that's what I'll probably do. I'm not going to lie to you. Just look around me to see where I can find finances. If not, and you can't do that, and your reputation isn't the strongest, or you just don't have them people around you, mm. the next best option I'll say, get a job, bro. Get a job, literally, just That's get real. a job. It don't even need to be the craziest job. It don't need to be a mad career job. You don't need to be a tech a tech guy or whatever the case may be. If you need to work a couple shifts in Asda over the Christmas period Do it. to get you a quick one or two bags to start your business, Do it. bro, get there and push them trolleys. I'm not going to lie mm. to you. I'll be in there straight away because 
sometimes you've got to think short-term pain for long-term gain. Do you, know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, you're sitting down inside as they're right now, it's cold, you've got the root customers talking to you. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, cool. Talk like this, give me six months, you're going to be wearing my clothing brand. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the way that I think. So, yeah, man. Either just utilise the people around you or get your hustle up, man. Go get a job still. I rate that still. I think for me, I rate that 100%. I can't even add to that. <clears throat> I'm going to try to give an answer to that, but from a different perspective. So, obviously, I know we got shout out all the, the girls then who tapping with the podcast here. Say if like, I was a girl, and let's say I was a lash tech, for example, mm. and I only had £20 and I'm trying to set up this business. I think similar, the foundation is going to be the same, but maybe the execution might be a bit different. So mm. foundation, get a fucking job, like don't mm. feel any type of way, get some income coming in if you're not able to rely on family members for a loan or whatever, whatever, yeah. Get some money to your main name. Second thing I would do is you may not have capital because you only have quote unquote 20 pound in this example, mm. but you have time. So what I would do is I would offer your services for free for six for for six weeks even or a month yeah mm. offer any of the the girls or whatever fat female family members yeah free I, I don't know the specific services free lash tech infill brow fill but whatever. you know what though bro yeah? what, what, what? I don't even want to interrupt you yeah but in order for them to get to that point they need to get the equipment they need to get the stuff for their eyelashes. Yeah, so step to... one, hear what you're saying, yeah? Step one, get a job. Okay, okay, okay. Purchase your equipment. You. Okay, okay, Then, okay, okay. now you're starting from zero, but with a bit of peas. All right. You've got right. your equipment, offer your services out for free, free infill. I don't know what are the specific mm. gallon things, yeah? Don't act like you don't get your eyelashes done. Shut up, bro. Right, right. <laughs> you're <thinking> crazy, yeah? <laughs> I would offer my services for free, and because you've got time, I would record, same thing you said with Brooke, mm. phones on the ceiling. I would record every single thing from the customer coming in the door, Customer sitting down, customer key keying up and laughing with me, mm. me pit plucking their eyelashes, every single thing, and I'd make that enter. One client should give you at least six pieces of content, even if it's a five second piece of content, and I'll be posting, posting, posting on your two main social media platforms every single day to put your content out there, build a following, and then people will come back to you. And that's the best way to get a return on your investment because you only have 20 pound can't invest money but you can invest time and through that investment of time people are going to find out about you and then you can charge them the next batch of, the next cohort batch of people 10 people you get you charge them a young seven pound mm. from so you now you're not making zero pound you're making seven pound then the next 20 people from your content you charge them 12 pound and so on and scale sick, that's sick. exactly what i would use so make sure you guys use that for real whoever asked that question make sure you use that also quick before we go your car know time is of the essence another thing i would do I'd start teaching people the skills that I already do know. Mm. So if I'm an eyelash tech, yeah, and I know that I'm sick at doing eyelashes, I just can't start my business right now. Yeah. I'm going to go out to people that's in a similar position to me who want to start their, their business. I'm going to help them actually set up from start to finish. I'm going to show you how to become the baddest lash tech in West London, South London, North London. Everywhere. Do you know what I'm saying? I'll teach you how to, use, to do that. As I'm teaching you, I'm learning on the job as well. I'm making money, then I'll start my business. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's another way to store. Do you know what I'm saying? On that note, Yo. we just left you with about a million gems. So no more gems. I know the gem count is going to be high. Yeah, get me. Shout out LT. Come on, man. Bro, if you want man. a gem, go back 10 seconds or yeah. 20 seconds. you got a couple gems Enough there. Enough of them this episode. But, um, yeah, good episode, man. So get me. Before Now, let's give him one more, man. This one, one last gem. Oh. One last gem. Oh, I, I was going to say just leave it. No, we've got to give him something, man. So you're feeling a bit generous. I am today. Go on. What's your gem? My gem, before we go out, is kind of what you said, bro, like, fuck how other people feel and all the, the monkey chat. People talk, because this is how I like to think in my brain, yeah? If you don't make content 
oh, have you seen Ty? Yeah, man, he's a neat still. Like, he thinks he's too cool for TikTok. Yeah, da 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 They'll talk about you. But when you do make content, oh, have you seen Ty? Yeah, his, con- his content's bare cringy still. I don't rate it. Yeah. Whether you do something or do not do something, people are going to talk about you anyway. So why not just do what you was going to do? Because you know, you know, people, just, people are going to talk about you. Just assume that people are going to comment on what you're doing, but don't allow that commentary to stop you from doing what you're doing. That's what I was saying. People will talk regardless, though. So. Jim, Jim, Jim. My Jim, quick and simple. I say there's no substitute for experience, in it. There's no substitute for experience. So mm. right now, when you're going through the trenches, it's difficult for you right now. You've got that 20 pound and you want to start your business and you can't understand that the experience that you're gaining is valuable, do you know what I'm saying? The things that you're learning within that, like, you can't really replace that or change that of anything else, do you know what I'm saying? So there's no substitute for that. There's nothing. There's no other way you can learn that, do you know what I'm saying, yeah. to you, other than going through that experience itself. So I say, yeah, when you're going through this, time where it's difficult where it's tough i know it's difficult and tough but try and find as many different lessons and things that you can hold on to that can help you into the future do you know what i'm saying that's that's my gem quickly you get me make sure you look like subscribe we're back energizer you already know the thing wow